this is Anna. Welcome to Read a Pod Podcast. Thank you very much for speaking with me. I really cannot believe it. So you have written and sold over 400,000 copies of your books, which is incredible. You must wow. be so proud. This is your it. 18th novel. It is, yeah. And you've gone back to the rural as well. I thought with Take Me Home you were going in a different direction, but you've gone back. Yeah, I think it was just a little bit of testing the waters kind of thing. I really did want do more of a women's fiction one when I started that one and I sort of had to word up the publisher and feel it out a bit to see if we could so that was sort of my first attempt and it wasn't supposed to have any kind of rule anything in it it ended up sneaking in there anyway it did did. (laughs) get away from it (laughs) when I started writing I thought this is going to be fine it won't have a real rule sort of theme but as I started going and it ended up having sheep in it and cows and a farmer I thought I can't even get away from it this was back to Carly Lane classic I think well it was kind of it was a little bit special in that I didn't plan on writing it about the fires but because they happened and then we were in sort of lockdown and I had time to sort of process it all I think it was just the book that had to be written then and there so there wasn't really much thought put into it beforehand but then it just sort of happened and you've dedicated it to the heroes who brought the fires 2019 2020 it was all around we had two fires around us at the time our valley went through a shocking time like a lot of other places we had a fire burning up in the back of all our arms we've got lots of taylor's arm north arm sort of things up in the hills and it had been burning for quite a few maybe months even oh wow like the fire this one yeah and it had been hanging around for a bit and i think everyone was sort of a little bit cautious about it but we've never really been impacted by them before and it was just a case of oh there's a bushfire but didn't think it would get this close to any sort of communities or anything but then yeah it did and it came very very close it was I think Barrowville itself was under threat at one stage it was going to go right through town and comes that close it's sort of a shock to the system you sort of Mm. it really does shock you you just think this isn't how it's supposed to be you know bushfires are just something you see on tv every summer and they're horrible but you don't sort of think that they're going to threaten your community I think it was more like my biggest concern at the time was my animals because I had brumbies which are they'd had very little handling so my stress was like what do you do if the fire comes I'm not just gonna open gate we ended up having to take them or not having to but I I put them in our showground opened up for oh like Sam did yeah so my horses went in and all my neighbors and things there was everybody's horses were in these stables it was a really um it was a strange time it was very strange but once they were gone once I were off the property I felt a lot of stress leave and I think I was able to process it a lot better because they were my main main concern yeah and the cats and dogs we had the cats taken in and, and all sorts of things and the chook pavilion at the showground was just all these animals it was just crazy you'd walk in it was just deafening there was cats oh. and dogs and geese and any you know just about everything you can imagine everything so, and anything wow. that all went Gosh, in yeah. yeah oh I felt like I was right there actually but it's not just I, about the fires though no. there was so much more I was a little bit worried by the time I'd finished it I was a little bit concerned because it was actually writing it I sort of I found it was triggering me too I was sort of, sort yeah. of writing something and I'd get really emotional and even yeah. now I still think sometimes I was watching something the other day on telly and it was sort of like a documentary of the fires 
And even watching that, it just made me cry. I don't know. I think it's still something that's going to take quite a while to not be that sort of emotional. But um, I don't know. I can't explain it. There's just people from all walks of life and everywhere in Australia that were affected by it. I was hoping not to, I guess, bring too much trauma up. But No, you just, you've done such a a good job. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're right there beside Sam when she's packing up her home, hoping (laughs) that she's just being overcaught. Oh, when poor Jack is in amongst the fires. Oh, my goodness. And really, the, the whole idea of the story was I wanted to sort of celebrate our community and, and not just the RFS. have I mean, done they that. They played a huge Yeah. Well, I mean, they played a huge role. But where I am, there are so many farmers. They would band together and there were neighbours and groups of them forming their own little strike teams and they'd be out with their tractors backburning and doing all this stuff and not just saving their own properties but stopping it actually going through town because the RFS was stretched so tightly they had no one they were sending people left right and center when it came here so I wanted to sort of cover all of the heroes and it's sort of hard because there were so many so many well I got that sense absolutely and this whole sense of community and the community just rallying around and just getting through it that's all there absolutely I don't want to make you cry too much (laughs) (laughs) there is a lot more in it than just the fires I loved that it was about a character who was well my age I think maybe a little bit older I'm 43 so she's had her divorce she's had her kids she's she's deciding what to do with the next chapter and I just loved reading about that as well I try not to make my characters too young because I'm getting that way now it was good to write her because I could relate to her too I well I've still got one at home but my three older children have all left home two of them had babies for goodness sakes I'm a grandmother so um congratulations and it's lovely though (laughs) but it was very confronting to start with but yeah so I guess I was sort of I've been through that little stage where they you know leave home but come back and then leave and come back (laughs) so I kind of thought that'd be a nice sort of thing for a character to have that sort of new life because it does sort of change you not that I know what it is completely because I've still got one at home but I can see how that would be a new chapter of your life yeah so yeah that was good to sort of have a character that was a little bit different that way. It's always really nice to see new stories reflected back and new stages of life that you can see. And and how have you yeah. found the reception so far? I've read a lot of mm. really favourable reviews, which is I've been, yeah, so, I love so relieved. Yeah, actually, I've been getting lots of feedback. Different. I was worried about the fire part of it, and so far that hasn't seemed to be any negative stuff, which has been <laughs> great. Even my daughter, she normally reads a lot of my stuff before it sort of gets to the final print but she didn't somehow with this one I must have snuck this one in without her and and she was reading it and said I think Jack's my new favorite and I was just sort of a little bit surprised by it because I I think Jack's my new favorite isn't that funny and yet I mean I loved him when I was writing him but I didn't sort of think when I'd finished he'd become this whatever it was I don't know well I mean she's 26 or something and she's sort of fallen for this guy who's supposed to be a lot older so I don't know she's (laughs) she's worried that my daughter (laughs) wants to go for this older guy or um but yeah, I was surprised when she said that. I just thought, wow, because um, there's been a few different characters that I kind of thought were a little bit, I don't know, well, he's a firefighter, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> out there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's the whole package. He's lovely. Yeah. He's a good dad. 
dad. Yeah. He was clearly smitten with Sam when they were teenagers and yeah. that's always nice. Yeah. It, that's lovely. I love it when the chemistry obviously flows out of the book because yeah. you sort of, you think it does while you're writing it, but you're never sure until other people are reading it. So that's Oh, very cool. much, very much, yeah. <laughs> and I know that when we spoke you were working on something else. Are you, what is it? Are you doing another one for next year? You've got such a tight schedule yeah. with your books yeah. now. Yeah, well, the next year one's already in second lot of edits so that's well and truly on its way it'll come out in may oh, wow and then um i have the rural, actually, another rural one yeah oh, well it is that one is i'm just trying to think which one it is i have actually sent one in just to get a look at with the publisher because i want to make sure it's what they want to go ahead with but there is one probably for maybe it'll be the next year's december one and it to me it started off as a bit of a rule but it is actually feeling similar thing to take me home where it's like the journey more so than than a rural story so oh, we'll see lovely. what happens i'm not sure if they'll want to spin it that way or not not so oh wow. I kind of hope so because it's it's nice to sort of do something a little bit different I'm not the only one who just buys books based on your name alone like yeah, <laughs> it must be nice to try something new well I mean I don't really want to stray too far from my rural stuff because that's who I am and that's what I write but I think it's nice that even with the rural fiction sort of genre like you can do so many things within that sort of genre yeah. still there's so many different issues and and circumstances and things but because I, I wasn't really sure if I was writing women's fiction or not because I wasn't really sure if I do that but I think if it's more centered on the character's journey and not so much of a community sort of thing I think that's probably my version of a women's fiction type thing it's not necessarily oh, going right. to be so I mean they may still sort of stick in a rural sort of situation but I guess as it does have a different feel when you sort of shift that focus onto just a character's journey instead of like a whole community the and community of, yeah that's how this one turned out so I don't know maybe I've invented my own genre I don't know Ooh. rural women's fiction <laughs> well it sounds good to me <laughs> I was just looking at your books and really for 18 books, they are so mm. different from one another. Goodness me, they cover mm. a huge array of subjects and themes and characters. Yeah. And yeah, so, so. And I'm glad they do. That's sort of what I yeah. try to sit down with each book, even though I might not always have an idea when I start writing a new book. I just, I think the main thing is I don't want to write the same thing where it's going to be predictable, even yeah. though there are predictable things, I guess, in it. It's not boring predictable I hope so if I can keep it different somehow and just change the things around and there's there's so many things when you really do sit down not that I actually sit down and plan it usually it's just something that comes to me which I'm lucky enough has been something different each time <laughs> funny how it works because sometimes you think you might be writing something but then the characters will turn that around and suddenly you're writing something different and it's based on what these characters have decided to do so it's really quite strange sometimes how it works oh, I think um, the process of writing yeah. must just be like magic you guys are incredible. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> Other days, it's not so much. <laughs> oh, when they wow. won't do as they're told. Are you reading anything good at the moment? What Are you a big reader? Do you get much time for reading? I used to devour books. Before I started writing, I used to be the biggest bookworm ever. Um, but lately, I must say, I haven't read as much as I wanted to. I have been reading a few things. I did a little tour with Kim Kelly. Oh, I love Kim Orange. Kelly. Yeah. 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 Well, we were supposed to be on a panel together at and it got cancelled as everything has like everything has yeah we were talking and she was going to promote her book she's re-released all her older copies yeah with beautiful new covers yeah covers so pretty they are beautiful I almost want to read them all over again I know 
Well, you should. Yeah. They're just, they're lovely. Yeah. And they capture the story so beautifully, these covers. They're the great. Story. Yeah. Well, it was really funny because when I found out she was going to be on the panel with me, it was just this really surreal moment because before I'd actually started properly writing, and I was still a reader, I used to buy through Double Day because we didn't really have bookshops where we were. And it used to be like the first online yeah. thing that was yeah. like through the mail. So yeah. I'd order, pick all these books and, and they'd come. And one of her books, one of the very first books I'd ordered through this thing was one of her books. And it was so weird, like, because it was like 20 odd years ago. And I've said to her, oh my God, I was reading your books and now we're on a panel together and you're talking with my books. It was just so weird, but so lovely. Oh, lovely. And, um, yeah, it was just lovely to meet her and and have that little. And was she as lovely as she is? She's yeah. gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So I had a really you lovely tell time. She'd have her. to be. And in fact, one of her books that I decided to read, which I hadn't read before, it's This Red Earth was the book oh, that I yep. picked up. And I was currently writing one of my down the track books and I had been researching this part of the book that I wanted to put in because it, I sort of came across it in research and it was about World War II in New Guinea and I was just like really, I was just like, oh, I've got to put this little bit in my book somehow. So I had to work it in that the character was going to be in this particular battle. Cool. And, and I was just reading her book and she's written this whole book about this battle and it was oh, so wow. lovely because I'd just been researching it and as I'm reading I'm going, oh, yes, that happened. I oh. know that. <laughs> it was lovely. It was so good to read something that I had just been reading myself about, you know, all the, the That's research. That's really that nice. So that was really good. I always so feel like I learned something extra from her books. Yeah. Thing. yeah. She does a lot of research. Yeah. I must say the part that I was writing about that battle doesn't take a huge part of the book. It's more in the letters and things that are in this backstory. But Oh, I man, I want to read this I, book right now. Well, it'll be out soon. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would have loved to write a whole book about it. It was just so interesting. And I'm glad she did because then I got to read a book about it. That's so cool. And really nice and bookendy as well. That's even more perfect. Oh, thanks so much, Carly. Oh, oh, it's just been a anyway. dream. Thank you. Lovely to talk. Thank you. See ya. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. See you next time on Read a Pod Podcast.